0: Welcome back to another episode of Dentistry's Growing with Grace podcast. Join Grace and her guest of the week as they discuss lessons learned in the industry and explore unique insights into ethical growth. Hello and welcome back to Dentistry's Growing with Grace. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'm excited to have my friend Sean here with me today. Sean, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Grace, it is my pleasure. I love being part of what you're doing. I love what you're doing. so. Uh, this is just exciting for me.
0: Thank you. Um, And I know you as the founder of Zana. Um, Tell our audience about Zana. What is it? And um, how, tell us a little bit about how you got started in this space.
1: So my dad was a marketing executive for Eminem Mars, so the candy company. So he was really helping out dentistry in kind of a roundabout way. Um, and I grew up seeing my dad was a cool candy guy and when he left that position he ended up starting a business with two manual toothbrushes um and that's a different story but basically as a 14 year old i was going to chicago midwinter i was going to yankee dental and i was shocked that there was so much candy at these dental shows so i grew up from like the dental supply side being in dentistry and finding it as a kind of an awkward an awkward industry you know just to be honest And basically choosing to work for my dad, um, we, we had products and he wanted me to be a salesperson. And I remember being like, dad, how do you, how do you like teach me about sales? Because I feel like I I don't, I'm not equipped. I don't really know what to do. And he said, Sean, number one, you have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in your product. And I realized I didn't like fundamentally, I didn't care about a manual toothbrush and having that conversation with a dentist or with the dental team. Like, hey, you can save 10 cents, you can save 15 cents on a brush. So my journey of starting to found Zana was because I was like, what conversation do I want to have with a dentist? What actual problems do they have that keeps them up at night? And no dentist I was talking to was like staying up at night thinking, well, what electric toothbrush do I offer to my patients? <laughs> Oral-B or Sonicare. <laughs> that just wasn't what was giving them angst anxiety or, or just kind of fear of the future. But what was is what patients are coming back? How, how can I extend the lifetime value of my patient? How can I build this practice of my dreams? So I stumbled into founding Zana and making Zana kind of the answer to some of those questions that I wanted to be able to talk to dentists about.
0: I love it. And for those who don't know, tell us what Zana is.
1: So Zana is a different take on the electric toothbrush model. Um, As I mentioned, Sonicare and Oral-B, they are great companies with great products. And uh, I may not be the smartest guy, but I realized, okay, so if I I play in their game according to their rules, uh, they're probably gonna beat me because (laughs) they just have brand recognition, they have huge R&D departments, they have super deep wallets for marketing. But if I can change the rules of the game and compete on a completely different value A proposition, then maybe there's a chance for me to be able to offer some value in dentistry. So what Zana does is we have an amazing electric toothbrush. Like I could bore you with the details of the product, but it's amazing. Dentists, hygienists love the product. Our whole take is, what if we could help you own the high ground of creating a remarkable patient experience? So what does that look like? You go to your dentist and you get some sort of you know procedure done. Maybe you get implants, not you specifically, but somebody, right? And three to four days after the appointment, they kind of thought it was over and done with. They had a good experience, but they get a gift in the mail and they open it up and they realize it's from their dentist and they're kind of like searching the box. Like, is there some sort of invoice? Is there like, am I getting charged for this? And instead they see this little note that says, this is a gift from your dentist. Now they have this box that's beautifully designed and they open it up. And they see that there's this custom insert that says that because you go to our practice, you're not just a patient, but your family. So it, it's pretty much the why message that this practice has about how they do dentistry differently. And then the patient removes the insert and they see front and center their name branded on the toothbrush. And the practice logo is also branded. But the whole this this whole unboxing experience, this whole unexpected gift. It's just meant to be one of those like wow moments of like, oh my gosh. So, so it's an amazing electric toothbrush. Yes, it's an amazing sonic brush with sonic technology, 48,000 vibrations per second. But it's what it can do to elevate the experience that the patient had in the practice to make the dentist look like a hero. Um, that's really what Zana is here to do is make, again, make practices look like heroes.
0: Awesome. Well, you know how I feel about marketing and you know how I feel about the patient relationship and communication and um, you know that experience that you just painted for us, I think is uh, something that any dentist can relate to. And I'm going to kind of veer in a different direction here and say, well, that sounds pretty labor intensive. Um, do I need to give you the name of each patient and their address? Like, how does my team place this order? How do we make this a part of our day to day operations in the practice to build value and to leverage this for our patients?
1: Yeah. So, so basically, we tried to make it where there's as little friction and a small lift as possible. Um, and our whole thing is like, you could give this away to every patient, but I don't think that makes any sense. I think it makes sense to strategically invest in, Patients that you know, like if if I was starting a practice, I'd be paying attention which patients are coming through the door that have influence. Maybe they're a firefighter. Um, Maybe they're, you know, in the local chamber of commerce. Um, Maybe they're one of those individuals that like 15 years ago would have had like a basket party at home. They're just, they have charm, they're connected, they're a networker. And I would double down on those. Patients to give them the best experience possible because stories, ultimately, that can be told are stories that can spread. Um, but dent or patients don't always know how to talk about the story of a practice. Like patients remark on what's remarkable, but they don't know how to talk about a crown margin. So your practice, you realize that there's a patient that came in and either they got a high dollar procedure or they're just kind of influential, and you want to double down on them. It's as simple as filling out a form first name, last name, and patient address. Because we're sending it straight to the patient and we do need to know the patient's name so we can imprint it on the brush. Um, But aside from that, what practices do is they either buy like kind of some credits in bulk, like 24 at a time, or they subscribe to where they just get three credits a month. And the reason why I call them credits is because they're not physically buying the brush because we need the brush. So they're paying for credits and then they're redeeming those credits every single time they fill out a form so really, it's pretty simple. It's just like, oh, this is a patient we want to invest in. We want to create a remarkable patient experience. Fill out a form. We get it, and we we turn it around within 24 hours. So it's pretty quick.
0: Wow, that is quick. I I, I was not expecting that. Um, I I love it. I love the whole concept. And whether you're someone who wants to provide this gift to all of your patients, to all of your new patients, to your Um, orthodontic patients, to your uh, restorative implant patients, whatever it may be, Um, I think there is a place for this in your practice. And we even, I I talk a lot in my uh, Facebook group about um, how today I actually made a post about how we sometimes accidentally reward bad behavior in the dental practice and how this happens, how we've got You know, sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the oil and we want to get away from that as business owners. We want to focus on the positive because that's what's going to help us get our team on board. It's what's going to help us just um, facilitate joy in the practice in in what can be a very stressful environment. And I look at this as a very good method to do that because you get to, maybe you have your team um, pick out five patients that week that were really uh grateful for your service that were on time that were kind to your team you know there's this phrase that we get more of what we we give our attention to and so you could even have it be like an all-star type gift where we would love more patients like you and you really made made our day this week so it's not like an an everything gift but maybe it's a gift when a patient refers a friend or family member to you um, it, I wouldn't use it. This is just my two cents. I wouldn't use it as like something to try to make things better. wouldn't be like a make better policy. It wouldn't be something I would want to give to a difficult patient because that's going to lead to more difficult patients. Um, but I just, I love this as a system. I love this as a regular ongoing part of building that word of mouth and, duplicating, I guess, your good patients, your best patients. So I I absolutely, um, I love it. Um, so I, you and I both know that the dental profession is a, is a tough space to be in. Um, what are some of the challenges you faced in this space and, and how have you seen yourself kind of overcoming those challenges?
1: Well, I think part of it is the fact that Um, my business model is very b 2 b to c right? So um, the end user is not the dentist or the hygienist, right? It's the patient. But I don't want to go direct to patient or direct to consumer because I want this to be something that can elevate a practice that can really help them with retention, uh, lifetime value, like I was saying. But the problem is dentists don't have MBAs, right? They didn't go to business school. They're not versed in um, strategies for differentiation or really how to um, authentically brand their practice, how to stand out. So I find that a lot of dentists are like, okay, I want, I want to be different. I've heard about this differentiation. I want to brand myself in a different way. I really want to get ahead in, in my neighborhood or in my community. But then they end up looking around and doing what everybody else does. And I can't blame them, right? Um, the approach to how they handle oral care in the mouth has to be very risk averse. You want to lower liabilities. You want to follow best practices. But then the hat that they need to have on, or the lens they need to look through, when they're thinking about pioneering, when they're thinking about innovating, when they're thinking about courageously doing practice the way that only they can, which is really their sustainable advantage, it means uh, failing in the marketplace fast so that you can find out what works. It means adjusting. Means being agile. It means embracing risk and dancing with that tension. And that's something that I don't think a lot of dentists are familiar with or aware of. So I find myself, the challenge is how do I educate? How do I lead? And how do I share something that's altogether kind of a new concept and a new idea um, that I think would make sense if I was just talking to marketers, if I was just talking to individuals that really understood branding that really understood differentiation, but because they don't, I find myself having to take that educator um, role of, let me come alongside you and tell you, this is part of an answer to what it is that you're wanting. you are It's going to lead to more fulfillment. It's going to lead to um, yeah, just more organic referrals because patients can now talk about something. It's easy to say, oh my gosh, my dentist is a rock star. I went to the practice, absolutely loved it. And then I got this amazing gift in the mail four days later, had my name on it. I even get free replacement heads for life. When I go back to that dentist, like they just rock. They know how to talk about that. Most of what clinicians are proud of in in their dentistry is not something a patient recognizes. You know, aside from it, if if it makes a a terrible looking smile, aesthetically, they don't know how to talk about the detail and the technical aspects of why this dentist is amazing or respected among the field. They don't know how to talk about any of those things. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, it's more of their subjective experience of, do I feel connected? Do I feel like I belong to this practice? Or is there just some general indifference? Yeah. Um, So so really, it's just, I guess, educating um, dentists and having more of a patient (laughs) long-term approach, (laughs) because at times it's been frustrating, like, ah, this is going to be so helpful. And it's like, oh, but I used to sell toothbrushes and I made money. Yes, Mm -hmm. you made $5 every time you sold a brush. Like, how is that helping your PL? It's not. But if you can get the lifetime value of a patient extended, or you get a patient that's sharing with other patients, or any of these things, those are massively can affect your bottom line. So,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And um, I just want to say, too, the patient perspective is when I leave my, my dental appointment for my cleaning, I'm going to get a goodie bag and it's going to have a toothbrush in it. And um, that's kind of come to be expected um this is not expected and everyone is is saying you know yes we create you know these excellent patient experiences and then I'm like well what do you do differently and they're like we're just really great you know and it's like well what do you, what do you do differently like give me one thing you do that's different and a lot of times people can't really mention anything that they're really doing that's not expected from the patient. And so if you are, I'm just going to kind of throw out some, some situations that I think are appropriate. Um, if you are, let's say, wanting to go fee-for-service, you're going to have to create a different patient experience. Um, I, I think it's a, a no-brainer for an orthodontic practice. Every patient, every patient, every time I think should have this type of gift to make that impression. And I do think it does make a difference. I think it is excellent marketing. and it's the kind of thing that um, when you give someone something, there is an inherent um, nature of reciprocity. So when you're when you give and you you grow through giving, your patients are going to want to give something back to you and this isn't that you're buying their google review you're not doing anything unethical here to give or to to gift something um you just you you should know that human nature means you gave me something my goodness i'm going to want to give you something back and what can they give you they can give you reviews they can give you referrals they can just just give you kindness at their next appointment i do think it makes a really really big difference. Um that being said Sean what do you is there anything you want to share with our audience that maybe we haven't touched on today?
1: Well i was just going to throw something at you. i don't know if you want to indulge it for a moment but i think one thing that frustrates me is that like i don't think dentists are aware of the context um in which their relationships like are with their patients. And what i mean by that is Have you heard the expression that um, attention is the new oil in today's economy?
0: No, but I understand the concept. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the concept is, yes, like what made people incredibly rich from, you know, decades ago or a century ago, like attention is the new thing. So it's like, how does a dental practice leverage attention when they only get this tiny little piece of a patient when they're in the op every three to six months, right? So this so so the context that I would say is like I know it sounds weird because you're not like legally just ignore what I'm about to say but I feel like dentists it's almost like they're dating their patient but they have like 3000 patients that they're dating how would you how would you disclose how would you disclose who you are how would you grow a relationship how would you even be able to foster healthy intimacy with this patient when you only have 30 minutes with them every 3 to 6 months well Think about like a date. You go on a blind date or you go on a date, which I know, Grace, you've been married for a while. So this is not <laughs> something you're, you're out of practice, mm-hmm. as am I. But I had a coworker the other day that received some cookies in the mail that came to the office and it just had some initial. And what happened was they had gone on a date that weekend. And then a few days later, they get these cookies delivered to the office. And what happened?
0: Oh, I'd be so creeped out. But anyways, go on. Well,
1: but what happened was this was, a, <laughs> this was a multiplier moment where all of a sudden, it's the same as like a thank you card or flowers, where all of a sudden it gets that individual to think back on their previous experience a few days prior. And it becomes this lens to really magnify how that experience was. You know, that's why people send, again, thank you cards. But- If you take this whole example of um, you're dating someone that's deployed a little further, like, oh, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I like the idea, but not to the workplace. I like the idea if it was to my home, but it almost feels like you're being possessive when you send it to the workplace. Like you're making a statement, you know, which...
1: After I one see, date,
0: it might be a little, a little much in my opinion, but I hear what you're saying, but like send the flowers to my house, you know? Gotcha.
1: Well, thank God we send the brushes to their house. So, so here's the other thing about the idea of the deployment is that what happens if, if your, your dad's deployed or someone you care about is deployed, what do you do? You typically send them a care package, right? And in that care package, let's say, let's say it's like your son's deployed or, or something like that, or, or let's say that father's deployed and he sends a gift back to his kids he sends a teddy bear. Why does he send a teddy bear? Because that teddy bear becomes a symbol of like the affection and the care that the father has. That's, that's like far away. They can't be there in person. And when the son or daughter holds that little teddy bear, it's just a, it's a symbol of care from, from their dad or from whoever is deployed.
0: In I can't semi- wait to talk to you after this podcast. Cause <laughs> it's, it's going in my mind's going into a different, I'm going to talk, I'm, I'm going to call you tonight. Because I have to tell you something that's totally unrelated, but I agree 100% with you.
1: Well, so here's the thing. So you get 30 minutes or, or an hour or some time with your patient. And then now you get this multiplier moment of three days later, they get this gift. And then you get your logo on the brush that they see day and night, which becomes a symbol of your care, where awareness, top of mind, mind share, attention. Now you get to own more, more of that in the mind of your patient instead of them just thinking about you every three months.
0: So Sean, you just illustrated beautifully what brand recognition is. And I've been marketing for dentists for about 15 years now. And I use the word brand recognition all the time and i've never illustrated it for anyone so thank you because you're you're doing such a good job at explaining this and putting it into real life context but it's so true it's we we don't even remember a brand until we see it seven times and and see it consistently seven times and so many people don't have that background knowledge don't have that business training don't understand and don't appreciate brand recognition in the market And I can tell you this is rampant in dentistry because this is all I do is dental marketing. So all day I hear people say things like, oh, that Facebook ad didn't work because it's not a lead generation strategy. It is a brand recognition strategy. And so there's this conception in dentistry that if you cannot draw a straight line between the action and the reaction that it didn't work, And marketing doesn't look like a straight line. Marketing looks like a very, very messy, squiggly line. And it has everything to do with playing the long game, with establishing brand recognition, with not just having a reputation, but thoughtfully crafting that reputation. And your your product is a relationship builder. It's a value add, and it's a brand building tool that's easy, affordable, and very, very effective. and I, I definitely recommend it. And I will say I have a Zana toothbrush and I love it and it's very high quality, very, very effective. You don't have to worry about is it going to be up there with the other brands out there. It is top of the line. Um, and so if you know, any of our listeners want to learn more, how they can get this amazing, branding and reputation builder into their practice, where can they find you?
1: um, um the website, um, probably on Facebook, you can reach out to us, but um, any way, yeah, any way we can help a practice, uh, we'd love to do that.
0: I love it. I love it. For those of you joining us today, thank you so much for being here. Sean, you're, you're amazing. I really am loving watching your journey in this dental profession, this great dental profession. And for those of you following along, I'm Grace Rizza, owner of Identity Dental Marketing. And you can, you can follow us in our Facebook group, Dentistry's Growing With Grace, or any podcast platforms. Thank you so much. And I hope you all have a great day.